Well, today, uh, as we, uh, today is a, a special day that we're doing some things a little different and uh, doing a, an appreciation dinner right after service today. And, uh, and we're having a dinner to honor and celebrate and to appreciate all the men and women and children who serve here at New Covenant Center in some aspect of ministry. And uh, I was going to finish my message on administration. And then earlier in the week, the Lord was saying, no, I, I, I really think you ought to go in a different direction. And so we'll get to that maybe next week or the next week. Papa God's been doing some Holy Spirit uh, shakeups in our services. Are you guys okay with that? Yeah. And last week was really powerful with Shrek and a lot of prophetic words. And God spoke over not only the church, but he spoke over many of your lives. And uh, those lives, your life, there is a purpose, and God has a plan for all of our lives. Amen? Amen. And it's not to be a bunch of pew potatoes, right? Uh, but we are, we are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ, and we are, we're an army, but we're also a family. And uh, I praise the Lord for that. But today what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into the Word of God uh, briefly um, on the body of Christ and the significance of the body of Christ and I really think that in our culture that we really don't understand the church. Um, as a matter of fact, even in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, which where we're going to go today, if you have your Bibles, I, I'm going to be reading out of a different translation today, out of 1 Corinthians 12, but you're free to go there in your Bible today. But earlier in that chapter in, in, in 1 Corinthians 12, um, Paul is bringing correction to the church in Corinth because they don't understand and value the body of Christ. And they weren't, Paul was not correcting them about the body of Christ as in Jesus' own body, but he was correcting the church because they did not honor and value the church, the body of Christ, us. And so Paul was correcting the church and he was giving them instruction about the body of Christ. And so today what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to talk to us a little bit about the body of Christ because it's a real, in our culture, there's not a lot of honoring and respecting and recognition in our culture in general. Amen. You know, Luke Davis came to me, gosh, four or five months ago and he said, man, I just got it in my heart to donate some chickens, chickens for an appreciation dinner or an appreciation thing. I feel like we're supposed to honor the people that do so much in this house. And, and that began some, some gears turning towards what we're doing today. And so I just want to publicly thank Luke for obeying the Lord and, and, and donating chickens today. We're going to have all kinds of good food today. We have ham and chicken, chicken and noodles, mashed potatoes, green beans. And all of you are welcome to stay for dinner right after church because it is some, we're going to throw down some good food. Really good food. And uh, there is more than enough for all of us. So, but we want you to definitely celebrate with us. But I want this message to be a message of encouraging us in how blessed we really are. How blessed we really are. And, uh, and God has used this even in my heart today. So today what we're going to do is we're going to honor and recognize a lot of people who serve in ministry here at New Covenant Worship Center. And, and how this ministry here at New Covenant works is it doesn't work without you. 
Everybody say, ministry doesn't work without me. Ministry doesn't work without me. It doesn't. So we're going to read out of 1 Corinthians. I'm not going to preach long. I'm going to honor people today. We're going to literally honor every person here today in this service who is serving in an aspect of ministry. And you are going to be amazed at how many people are doing something in this house. My mom and dad were over last night. And they get, Eric, what are you preaching on? What are you, what are you teaching on? And I, I shared what I was going to be sharing on. And, and they go, well, what are you going to do? And I said, well, we're going to honor and appreciate people for what they do. And I gave them the list of people. And their mouth dropped. And I'm going to talk about that later. I'm, 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 you're going to, your mouth's going to drop as well. So, but 1 Corinthians, if you'll, we'll start with a PowerPoint here. I'm reading out of the Message Bible because um, I normally do NIV or New King James Version, but the Message Bible really talks about the church. It talks about this thing, uh, and I made reference to it, how this ministry thing works. And I'm going to use those words. It's just how does this kind of stuff work? And this passage in 1 Corinthians is talking about the church. It's talking about the body of Christ, us. And Paul says, he says, you can easily enough see how this kind of thing works by looking no farther or further than your own body. And so he's talking about you, us, the body of Christ. This thing, this ministry, what we do, you, you don't have to look any farther than to look at your natural body, is Paul, is his address to the church. He says, your body has many parts, limbs, organs, cells. But no matter how many parts you can name in your body, you're still one body. It's exactly the same with Christ. By means of his one spirit, we all said goodbye to our partial and piecemeal lives. We each used, used to independently call our own shots. <laughs> but then we entered into a large an integrated life in which he, Christ, has the final say in everything. Can I have an amen on that? Amen. This is what we proclaimed in word and action when we were baptized. Each of us is now a part of his resurrected body, refreshed and sustained at one fountain, his spirit, where we all come to drink. The old labels we once used to identify ourselves Labels like Jew or Greek, slave or free, are no longer useful. We need something larger, more comprehensive, more significant, not less. Oh, that's, I, got, I lost a little bit of that. I want you to think, I'll read it from, I've got it written down. I want you to think about how all this makes you more significant, not less. A body isn't just a single part blown up into something huge. It's all the different but similar parts arranged and functioning together. If foot said, I'm not elegant like hand, embellished with rings, I guess I don't belong to this body. Would that make it so? Or if ear said, I'm not beautiful like the eye, limpid and expressive, I don't deserve a place on the head. Would you want to remove it from the body? If the body was an eye, how could it hear? 
If all of us were an ear, how could our body smell? As it is, we see that God has carefully placed each part of the body right where he wanted it. God has carefully placed you in this body just like he wanted it. Can somebody say amen? Amen. But I also, I cut this off, this one too. It's a big scripture. We're going to keep going. But I also want you to think about how this keeps your significance from getting blown up into self-importance. For no matter how significant you think you are, (laughs) it is only because of what you're a part of. An enormous eye or a gigantic hand wouldn't be a body, but a monster. What we have here at New Covenant is one body with many parts, each its proper size and in its proper place. No part is is important on its own. Can you imagine eye telling hand, hey, get lost, I don't need you. Or head telling foot, you're fired. Your job has been phased out. As a matter of fact, in practice, it works the other way. The lower the part, the more basic and therefore necessary. You can live without an eye, for instance, but not without a stomach. But you don't see the stomach. When it's a part of your own body you are concerned with, it makes no difference whether the part is visible or clothed, higher or lower. You give it dignity and honor. You give it dignity and honor. Everybody say, you give it dignity and honor just as if, just as it is, without comparison. If anything, you have more concern for the lower parts than the higher. If you had to choose, wouldn't you prefer good digestion to a full-bodied hair? Some of you need work on your digestion. Well, we could talk about the sphincter muscle. We could talk about the colon. The way God designed our bodies is a model for understanding our lives together as a church. Every part dependent on every other part. The parts we mention and the parts we don't. The parts that we see and the parts that are hidden behind the scenes. If one part hurts, every other part is involved in the hurt. When we have people missing, we should all be hurting. And in the healing. And if one part flourishes, every other part enters into exuberance. (laughs) So today, we are going to celebrate those parts of the body of Christ that this scripture is talking about. And we're going to go, I'm going to show another slide. The NIV, at the end of this, we're going to look at the NIV a little bit as well. Because the NIV, I think, does a better job of using some words 
that the Lord's really been dealing with me and my heart over the last couple months. And this is how the NIV says it in verse 23, 24, 25, and 26. The parts we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. Everybody say the word honor. honor. Okay. 24, God has combined the members of the body and has given greater honor to the parts that lacked it. The parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. So, what is this word honor? Because today what we're going to do is we're going to honor and recognize people. We're going to have people stand up today. We're going to highlight aspects of ministry here at New Covenant. And what is the word honor actually mean to you? I know the world has a definition of honor. It's a little different than I think the, God, the, the word. But if you look at Webster's, the word honor means good name or public esteem. Good reputation. A showing usually merited respect, merited recognition. Now, the kingdom of heaven is different than the kingdom of this world. Can I have an amen on that? And the world would tell you that you only show honor when it is merited. The kingdom of heaven says quite different. See, you don't honor me as your leader because I'm perfect. You don't honor me and show me recognition because I'm not making any mistakes. You honor me because of the Word of God. And you honor me because God says to honor. Matter of fact, the Word of God says this. But as the servants of God, honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Literally, the scripture says, we honor is a place of, of the heart. Honor is actually something you carry in your heart. And our culture has stripped honor. It has stripped reverence and esteem away. And it has affected the body of Christ. And now we don't treat each other. We don't treat each other with honor and respect and esteem like we should. Can I have an amen on this? Amen. Now, Chris Vallotton, I love his definition of honor. I stole it. Is that okay? This is Chris Vallotton's uh, uh, honor. What is honor? Honor is humility in action. It is a matter of the heart and requires an honest assessment of the value of other people and a choice to focus on the value, that, that value above ourselves or what we want them to do. <laughs> honor is putting others above ourselves in value. By honoring others above ourselves, we permit God to be the one who honors us. So honor is this thing of humility. It's a thing of how you carry your heart where you literally honor and prefer other people above yourself. How are we doing with that? Anybody got any ideas? Well, I want you to know I have repented and I have not done a good job of honoring. 
I'm getting better. I'm getting there. But honor, even in the class that I'm getting ready to teach on uh, in February, that's one of the classes we're talking about in the in New Covenant University. It is the first the, what the first lesson I'm going to teach is about the uh, top priority of leaders. That the top priority of leadership is honor. And so we're going to go even into that, and that's, that's kind of where even some of this message has, has been coming from. But the body of Christ is to be honored. You're, you're, the peace that you are, we're going to do that today, and we're going to honor the pieces of the body. I want to read a letter that Heidi Simmons put on Facebook back in October that I think she did a really well of honoring New Covenant Worship Center. And this is what she said. Yesterday, during worship at our church, I was once again moved to tears as I was privileged to listen to the wonderful talents of each person on our worship team. I thought about how many dedicated hours were sacrificed so we could enjoy the beautiful music as each musician, each vocalist, and each sound team member did their part in perfect harmony. What a joy. Then I considered the entire service that day. And all that went into the service, it takes an army, each doing their part, working together in unison, to come together into one beautiful church service, like a well-oiled machine, with each gear, each screw, each bolt, washer in its place, doing what it is created to do. I am thankful for each and every person who contributes, from those who tend to the physical needs of the building through cleaning, repairing, handling the finances, decorating, opening up the church each Sunday, preparing the bulletins and welcome packets, meeting the general maintenance needs to those who tend to the physical, spiritual, and emotional needs of the people, preaching, teaching, prophesying, healing, mentoring, leading worship, tending to the children, greeting, the list goes on and on and on. Also, thank you to those who go beyond the walls of the church to meet the needs in our community through providing meals and Christmas gifts, teaching leadership, healing the sick and evangelizing, and so much more. Regardless of how insignificant of a part you may feel you play, you are needed, you are important, and you are appreciated. Couldn't have said it any better myself. In addition... Thank you to all those who have given up their freedom and lives to defend our freedom as a nation. The freedom that offers us the opportunity to worship corporately in peace. Thank you, Jesus, for each and every person at New Covenant. Romans 12, 4 through 10. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ. And every one members, one to another. Having then these gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Whether that gift is prophesying, then let him prophesy according to the proportion of his faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministering. Or he that teacheth on teaching. Or he that exhorteth on exactation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation. Adhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kind, affectionate to one another and with brotherly love. In honor, in honor, preferring one another over yourself. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. So I think Heidi did a great job of summing up the body of Christ. And so today, oh, that was her post. 
And so today what we're going to do is we're going to honor the body. And so what I'm going to do today is um, originally I was going to have each leader come up and I was going to have them introduce their team. But it would take forever to do that. So we're going to do it a little differently. And what I'm going to do is we're getting ready to show you people who are currently either leading in an aspect of ministry or serving in an aspect of ministry here at New Covenant. And you won't believe it, but the list is huge. We have currently 123 people who are actively serving in some aspect of ministry at New Covenant Worship Center. There's approximately a hundred people in the sanctuary right now. When you count children and adults, we're tracking about 175, 175 people on a, as far as who call this place home. And of those 175 to 200 people, that call this place home, 123 are serving actively in an aspect of ministry. Dude, that is unheard of. About freaked my mom and dad out last night. And we're going to do, we are going to honor that. And we're going to show appreciation. Even this morning when I walked in here and uh, Troy was in the sound and the worship team was working and preparing worship, I had a young man come up to me and he said, I want to tell you something. I said, okay. Comes up to me and he said, you know, I'm here today. Where is he at? Um, he said to me, um, I'm here today because my stepdad has changed so much. He said, over the last year and a half, I've seen him change so much that I am here because of him. Because he is a different man. And this man that I'm talking about has been in marriage counseling here at this church. He's been being discipled. He's been in classes. He's been engaged in helping. And he's been engaged with his life and his family in this church for about a year and a half now. I'm not going to talk about names right now, but I'm talking about that's the kind of change that's taking place because people are giving their lives for Jesus Christ. And as this young man was telling me with tears in his eyes, I started to have tears in my eyes. Because again, it's because people, we are raising up radical, passionate, aggressive lovers of God and people from the next generation who will love deeply, who will serve sacrificially, 
who will speak truthfully, who will live holy, who will go globally in the supernatural power and presence of the Holy Spirit, calling all people to confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's who we are. That's why we sacrifice. That's why we serve. I want to answer the why. Why are we doing what we're doing? Because lives are being changed. Little by little, slow. Sometimes you want to go, get off the seat and get moving, boy. Can I have a witness on that? Sometimes the growth, spiritual growth, is in millimeters. But we're okay with millimeters. And so today what you're going to see is you're going to see multiple people stand up because there are multiple people who are serving not just in one ministry, but they're serving in multiple ministries, laying down their life for Christ. Praise the Lord. And so if you're here today as a guest, or you're here a day today, and you are not currently plugged in serving in some aspect of ministry here at New Covenant, I want to say we need you. You are a part of the body of Christ, and we need your help. Can I have an amen on that? Amen. The body of Christ is a family. The body of Christ is a unit. And something is missing if you are not plugged into her. And so don't feel guilty if your name is not called today. I have a volunteer ministry application with me today. <laughs> if you desire to get plugged in and helping, we have them back on that little table right there. And you can grab one and you can check off any aspect of ministry that we're going to talk about today and you can get plugged in. Amen? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you, we're going to start with our next generation ministry, which is our children's ministry, flip ministry, youth ministry, young adult ministry. These are the four areas of, of the next generation that we are pouring into. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with the uh, people who are not in the sanctuary. They're actually now back there serving. And so I'm going to honor them first because they are giving you the opportunity to be in here without your children going crazy. Is anybody glad that you can worship the Lord without three or four kids running around your, your feet? They're being taught right now how to worship the Lord. So you better say thank you when all these people stand up because it's really, really critical because these kids are being raised up to be radical lovers of God. I want to remind you, it was a, fi a, a five-year-old that prophesied over my son that he would walk. And he came out of a wheelchair because he said you're going to walk on a Thursday. Because we're raising up our children to hear the voice of God, yay high. So, in children's ministry, what we have is my beautiful wife. Everybody say hi, beautiful Karen. She is back there serving. She is our children's ministry pastor, children's ministry director, whatever you want to call her. She is a jack of all trades and a master of her husband. <laughs> she is a precious woman of God. For 21 years, she has been serving in this capacity in this church, laying her life down week after week after week after week after year after year after year. Are you guys glad for pa Pastor Karen? 
And I want to recognize her team, Karen, Tina Lenz, and Rachel Platts, if you guys would stand up. Tina, please stand up. Rachel Platts, back there. They are the children's ministry team. And then, Rachel, and then Phyllis Wiggins serves and serves and serves them. Is Phyllis in here? Or is she back serving as well? Phyllis, would you please stand up? Phyllis serves this team wonderfully. You guys can be seated. And I want to also honor, and I see that, uh, I even have your guys' picture up here, and I'm going to still show it. These are people who are serving back in the back today. Evidently, Austin and Alexis, evidently didn't nobody put their baby in the nursery today, so I thought they were not going to be in here, but they got to be in here. You like that picture from Facebook I cobbed? Yeah. Austin and Alexis, they serve in children's ministry in the nursery. Clayton and Leticia are back there right now. They are serving in guppies, praise the Lord. Oops, and we have my wonderful daughter Rebecca and Jared Bauman. They are back there teaching the fireflies class right now. But I want to, at this point in time, anyone who is serving in children's ministry, whether it is the bounce house, whether it's teaching, whether it's helping, would you please stand up, everyone? Look at how many people help in children's ministry at New Covenant Worship Center. I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for pouring into the kids. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Just so you don't have to look at my daughter for the rest of the time, we'll go to a blank screen for now. She does look pretty nice there. Also, we have our Flip 180, which is our junior high ministry. This ministry is led by Ben and Emma Shetterly, and they are, I would have had their picture, but they called me after I was already at the church. They have two children with stomach flu, so we need to be praying for Ben and Emma. But would the FLIP 180 team, would you guys please stand up? Those who teach in FLIP 180 and serve. I think Michael, you and Luke help in FLIP 180 a lot. But they teach our, our junior high people. And, uh, and so is there anybody else back there right now serving? Or are they all in here? Scott and Carmen, thank you. Scott and Carmen Cash are teaching that class right now. Where's that picture? All right, the youth ministry is led by Brian and Sarah Hughes. Back in the back, would you guys honor them back there? Brian and Sarah Hughes. And with those who are on that team, would you guys stand up that is helping the youth ministry? Look at this, guys. Shelly, thank you. Thank you, Chuck and Tina. Thank you, Tony, for serving and pouring into the teenagers. Praise God for you guys. Thank you. And we need more of those, don't we? We need more people pouring into those. Amen. The young adult ministry is right now in sabbatical. But Mike and Ashley were leading that aspect of ministry, and they're on sabbatical right now. But we want to honor them. Would you guys please stand up? Amen. We love you guys. Amen. So where I want to go with this is uh, there's more. I literally have an organizational chart of our ministry, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into now what we call our Transformation Center, and uh, the Transformation Center is led by Michelle Preble. Michelle, would you please stand up? Amen. 
The Transformation Center is an amazing ministry here at New Covenant Worship Center. We have emotional healing ministry that, that literally people come in, they get set free, whether it is RTF, which is restoring the, the, the foundations ministry, whether it's Sozo, any kind of emotional healing. But those who are trained in emotional healing, would you guys all please stand up? Everyone that helps in emotional ministry and is trained in that area, thank you. Thank you. Praise God. Also is the marriage ministry is under the any, any type of marriage counseling, marriage help. Jeff and Susan Julian, would you guys please stand up? They head up that ministry and are doing amazing, amazing things. And they have three couples that have come on board to help them. If we could have those three couples stand up. We have Mike and Kim Dickerson. We have Jenny and Chris Merida. And we have, who's the other one? Who's the third couple? Jeff and Michelle Hughes, would you guys please stand up as well? And so all the marriage ministry, I want you to know, I don't do much marriage counseling anymore. Because we have an amazing team who is setting the captives free. We've had marriages restored and delivered and taken off life support and resurrected. Praise God, yes. So thank you guys for the marriage ministry. We also have financial coaching ministry, which is headed up by uh, Connie Julson. Connie, would you please stand up? And Jeff, Jeff Hughes also helps in budgeting and coaching and finances as well. And even Tom Preble helps with that as well. But thank you guys for the financial help. There have been people who have been destitute in their finances, and they've given them help for that. Then we have the area of discipleship and training. Under discipleship and training here at New Covenant, we have New Covenant University. Tom Preble, Pastor Tom back there, is head of the New Covenant University. But anybody, if you have taught a class in the New Covenant University, would you please stand up? There's been a bunch of you. Chad taught one on healing. Uh, I've taught some. Mike's taught. Look at all the people. Rachel's taught one. Susan taught one as well on uh, health and healing. And, and we have two classes that are getting ready to start that I want to encourage you to be a part of. Mine is on leadership, and uh, Alex is having one, A Life Beyond Amazing. I encourage you to get signed up to those classes. But that's the New Covenant University. And then, Alex, if you wouldn't mind just standing up. Uh, Alex heads up our discipleship ministry. Alex, thank you for what you do. Uh, and, and all the people, if you're discipling someone, one person, all of those in this house, if you're discipling someone, meeting with them on a regular basis, helping them with their walk with Christ, would you please stand up? There's a boatload of you guys. Everyone, please stand up. Those are discipleship makers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our next area is evangelism. And Chris, um, Chris, where are you? Chris, all right, the, the ball hide the guy in the bed, please stand up. Chris Hansen, Chris Hansen heads up our evangelism team, and the, the team, the people on that team, if you guys wouldn't mind standing up, that's on that team, Robin Heidi, if you don't mind standing up, that is our evangelism team, so yes, praise the Lord. Now what you may not be aware of is all the evangelism that is actually going on. We have Eastwood Outreach, where we go to the Eastwood School, and we have our children's ministry team ta ta uh, tandeming with the evangelism team, and we're reaching out to the students at Eastwood, teaching them leadership principles. And we got we got several students that we meet with every other Thursday, and we're teaching those kids leadership 
honor, and all these kind of principles. But that's an outreach we're currently doing at Eastwood. We also have an, an outreach that we do at, the, um, at Open Arms where we provide a meal to the homeless. And we do that every, uh, once a month. And uh, so that is a lot of the outreach. And then we have Belmont. Who helped in the Belmont outreach? Would you guys please stand up? It was a connect group. Come on, everybody that helped with the Belmont outreach, would you stand up? Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Awesome. Administration, who helps with the website? Chad and Ashley. Would you guys stand up? Our ad, they, they help with our anything that goes on our website. Ashley and Chad Cooper back there. Guys, thank you for serving. It's behind the scenes and nobody sees it. But thank you guys so much. Awesome, awesome. Finances and accounting. Hey, 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 Miss Connie and Tom Preble. These guys keep this church's finances right in line. Can you please stand up? Alger, or uh, Tom, thank you. This church never gets in the red. They ne it never, ever gets that way because of the way our books are set up. And, and we, are, uh, we are in good shape financially, guys. And it's because of these two, and I praise God for it. If you ever want to help in that area, please let us know. And then our wonderful secretary, Connie Julson, would you please stand up again? Amen. She keeps, he, she keeps Tom and I out of hot water. Our worship ministry, Pastor Tom. Everybody say hey to Tom in the sound booth. Are you guys thankful for him? He heads up our worship ministry. Anybody who is on the worship team or the practice worship team, would you guys please stand up? Let's honor them, guys. Let's thank them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. As far as the worship team, we have the sound team. Anybody that helps in the sound booth, could you guys please stand up? I know Troy's already in the sound booth. Chris, Chris, thank you guys for helping sound. Awesome. The video team, we have Ryan back there in, in, the, in the video right now. Everybody wave to Ryan back there. Who else helps with the, um, with the video? We got Jeff, we got Phyllis. Thank you guys. Aren't you glad you got those words, everything? Aren't you glad when we have a PowerPoint and you see scriptures up there? Thank those guys. That wouldn't happen without, without them. The School of Worship, training, equipping musicians. Pastor Tom leads the School of Worship. Tom, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Anybody else that helps Tom in training up vocals, training up the pianist, the guitarist, would you guys stand up, please? I know Mike and Ashley, you guys have been helping him. Because you're not helping right now, but you've been helping. I know you're on sabbatical. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Isn't there a lot to church? Isn't there a lot to ministry? We're, we're getting there. Now we have the prayer ministry of New Covenant Worship Center. This is a big one as well. This ornery young man up here, fine specimen of a man. Alger Julson, would you please stand up? <laughs> Anybody that is on the altar team, would you please stand up? Thank you for praying for people. Thank you for setting the captives free. Has anybody ever had a breakthrough on the altar team, on the altar line? Have you ever had a breakthrough? Well, thank God for this team, amen? 
Then we also have the prophetic team that Sam has been heading up. Sam, if you wouldn't mind standing up. And the prophetic team, Tina, Jeff, Christy, Alger, you guys, this is the prophetic team. Here's something you guys don't realize. They pray in the mornings before service ever starts, but here's what they're doing tomorrow. They are going to Deb and Gary Tower's house tomorrow. Gary has been struggling in physical health. And I said, guys, we need to get the prophetic team over there. We need to get a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, what's going on in his body. And we need to come against this sickness that's attacking Gary Tower. The prophetic team's going to do that tomorrow. Would you bless them and thank God for them? Amen. Thank you, Lord. This is still under development, but we, under the prayer and altar ministry, we want a healing team where specifically we have people who go to the hospital and pray for the sick, and that's still under development, and so does deliverance, and so there's no one heading that right now, but that is part of the altar and healing and in prayer ministry. We also have the city prayer walks. Alger, would you stand up again? Alger heads up the city prayer walks, and we go out in the city, and we begin to pray over streets but also is praying in schools. If anybody prays for the city and goes out and praying, and if you go to the schools and pray, would you please stand up? Is it three elementaries we go to right now? Or two? Two. So we go to two elementary schools and we pray in the mornings and the high school, and we go and we pray, and they allow us to go in there before school starts, and we begin to covertly pray for revival in the schools because God has said there's going to be a revival and a move in the schools. And so we got a prayer team that's going in there, and they're bathing it in prayer. Aren't you guys thankful for that? I'm very thankful for that. Amen. All right, pastoral care ministry. Connect group leaders are uh, Jeff and Michelle Hughes. Would you guys welcome Jeff? and Michelle right there they lead up our connect groups and they've been doing this for several years and do an amazing job it's a lot of time but if you lead a connect group currently or have led one in the last year or so would you guys all please stand up this is our small group ministry this is our pastoral strategy when there's somebody sick in a small group guess what you're not getting a call from me you're getting a call from one of them when you are needing prayer, guess what? They're coming and they're praying for, the, praying for you. And so I'm so thankful for the, uh, for the Connect Group leaders. Thank you guys. Hospitality and greeting. Brian, is your mom, mom in here? Where is she? Jenny and Bob Hughes. Everybody wave at them in the back. Jenny heads up our hospitality and our greeting ministry. And, and if you help with greeting and hospitality, would you please stand up? There's a bunch of you. There is a bunch of you. They welcome people. They change the atmosphere. As people come in, you're getting greeted by these people, and they're, they're expressing the love and the care of Jesus Christ. And I thank God for you. There's also fellowship dinners. And Jenny again, Jenny, thank you for heading up our fellowship dinners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The dinner we're doing today, Jenny has headed that up, and she has got a team back there that's helping her. Do you smell the food yet? Do you smell the free, sweet aroma? Yeah, I do too. Funeral dinners, again, Jenny heads up our funeral dinners. Also, Tina Lenz, she helps with funeral dinners all the time. Thank you, Tina. Appreciate you. Angie Shevzak, where are you? 
Angie Shevzak, would you please stand up? She does meals for the sick or people, women who have births. She organizes that, Angie. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. What people don't realize is if you're in a connect group, the meals, if when you're sick or if you're having a baby or that kind of stuff, the connect groups actually make your meals and do that kind of stuff. But if somebody's not plugged in to the church, Angie is always making the meals or getting people to make meals to help people when they're sick. And I just thank God for her because that is a tough job. So Angie, thank you very, very much. Guest assimilation. Guest assimilation and member follow-up. This is something that myself and Alex currently do. Alex, if you don't mind standing up, and he helps me uh, call people. Gary Tower also calls people as well. But if you're a guest with us, you'll get a phone call, and we just welcome you and greet you and all that type of thing. But that is uh, something that also Ken Withers is getting ready to start helping us with that as well. Ken and his wife Mary are new to the church, and he really wants to help get plugged in. But we try to... um, really create a, a place of hospitality and welcome for people who come to the church. And we try to follow up on our members who are not here. And uh, so if you ever want to get involved in helping with phone calls and that kind of stuff, great way to get plugged into the church right there. The last area is Helps Ministry of New Covenant. This is also headed up by Alger Julson. Alger, would you please stand up? Can you see he's a workhorse? I want to say publicly, I don't have to worry about this building. This man has this building under, 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 under taps. He knows this building like the back of our hand, and he helps make sure everything gets taken care of. But if you've helped Alger, Gerald, would you please stand up? Gerald's been a huge help with Alger and helping in the building. Who are some other ones, Alger, that help you? If you've helped with the kitchen, we're putting a new kitchen in. If you've helped with the kitchen, Marcus, please stand up. You have been a huge help in the kitchen and the, the building, Chris Hansen. Anybody else that's helped with the building, would you please stand up? Another thing that we do, yes, thank you, Ronnie. There are so many people that help in, in making this place work. And another thing is every year we have a work day. And Michelle Preble heads up the outside and the landscaping. And Alger does the inside help, helping uh, do organize that. And there's so much to the building maintenance, but I thank God for them. All of the ushers, Brian Hughes, thank you, Brian. Everybody would thank Brian. All the ushers. <laughs> Brian heads up all the ushers, all the offering mount, money counters. He's also heading up security right now and helping us get a plan for some things. We're, you're, in, the, in the days to come, we're going to... We're going to probably make some changes in how we do things, but Brian is heading all that up. But if you are an usher or help with ushering or you help with money counting, would you guys please stand up? There are so many people who have helped with that. Please stand up. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think I've cut. Have I missed anything? That is 123 people. Doing many, 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 many things. Can I have an amen on that? And I want to show a video right now, and then we're going to pray for the meal, and we're going to go eat and really throw down some serious food. (laughs) And I know you don't know this, but I can throw down some food, right? Uh, It's not obvious, I'm sure. 
with this video that we're getting ready, oh, I can actually start it. <laughs> we're getting really technical around here. <laughs> but if we could dim the lights a little bit, this really, this video really sums up really what I'm trying to communicate. I think it actually does a better job than what I've tried to do. But publicly, I want to thank God for the body of Christ. We could not do what we do without you. And I want to thank you for your service, but this video is going to motivate you. It's going to jack you up. It's going to fire you up. Because every time I watch this video, it fires me up about the body of Christ. And this guy, we'll just let him say it.
Yeah. Amen. Isn't that good? And in 1 Corinthians 12, it says, there are some who are sick among you and some who have even died because you haven't rightly divided and haven't discerned the body of Christ. We have a glorious thing here, the body of Christ. We are blessed in this house, and I thank you for serving Christ and serving others. Why do we do this? Because we've been captured. We've been captured by a love of our bridegroom, our king. And we serve to our hurt. We lay our lives down for the brethren and for the lost. It's not about our agenda. It's not about our schedules. It's about glorifying Christ. And I thank God that we have a people here and that God is raising up an army. And today we want to celebrate and want to thank you for serving in all the different capacities that you serve here at New Covenant. But our city is going to be different through your servanthood. And I just want to thank every aspect of ministry. The one I forgot was even the Christmas outreach. Chris Chase, thank you for serving the needy kids in this community. Every part doing its part, every piece, we are the body of Christ. Not perfect, making mistakes, and somehow God has us loving each other even when we make mistakes. And we choose to love because we're family. You know, you don't divorce your family. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. And I thank God for you. So what we're getting ready to do, I'm going to pray for the meal. But everybody that leads an aspect of ministry is going to take a table in the back. The meal is back here. And we are going to serve you your meal. You're not going to get in line, but we want to serve you. We want to bring the meal to you, and we want to bring your drink to you. And so each leader is going to take a table. We have 17 tables back, uh, back there, and so each leader is going to take a table, and we're going to bring the food to you. And what we're doing in the meal is we have um, chicken and noodles, we have ham, we have mashed potatoes that have been made by Brian and Sarah, and they're amazing. Uh, we have green beans. We have um, desserts. If there's something of that that you do not want, what the, the, the person that is in charge of your table, if you say, I don't want mashed potatoes, just tell them you don't want mashed potatoes. Um, but we're going to serve you a, a hearty meal, plenty of food. It is really going to be good. But um, just let your team, the, per, the person that has your table, let them know if you don't want that. Otherwise, you'll get everything, <laughs> okay? So Luke's going to take a table. Alger's going to take a table. Jeff's going to take a table. Susan's going to take a table. Sam's going to take a table. I'm going to take a table. Alex is going to take Everybody's going to take a table. And, and so we're going to serve you your meal. So I'm just going to pray for the meal right now. And then what you can do is get your children, and you can go back and have a seat back there in the bounce house. And then we'll start bringing you a feast. 
and there'll be leftovers that you, if you want more, you can have more. But I just want to publicly say thank you. We love you dearly. And if you're a guest with us today, come back. We've got plenty for you. We have plenty of food for you. Come back there. It, it's for everyone. Wait a minute. We mm. need to honor you. Amen. Oh, uh, thank you. Mm, thank you. I'm very, very blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. And uh, may we truly give honor to our Lord and Savior. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the body of Christ. We thank you for the power of the body of Christ. Father, I thank you for every person here who calls this their home. I thank you how you're changing lives. I thank you how you're healing marriages. I thank you how people are getting their lives turned around. And Lord, I know there are those who are struggling too. And I thank you that when one struggles, we all struggle. And so, Father, I pray that those who are struggling would ask for help. That, God, you would bring your supernatural grace upon this house. I pray that you would bring a spirit of unity and power. And that, Father, you would show what piece of the body each person is so that they can do their part. That people would get plugged in in different areas. Lord, if you're wanting to change areas of responsibility and you're wanting to move things around, we're okay with you moving things around. We just want to be people who are obeying what you have, Father. So, Father, I thank you for the precious body of Christ. We love what you love, and you love your church. You love your church, and we love your church. And so, Father, we ask that you would bless this food to the nourishment and strength of our bodies that we might serve you faithfully, boldly, passionately. And Father, I thank you, and we love you, and we praise you, for it is in Christ's name and for his body that was broken for us that we have become the true body of Christ. Thank you, Father. We love you, and we praise you. Thank you for all the hands that have prepared this food. Bless them, strengthen them, and encourage them. And we love you and praise you in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Let's go eat. <laughs>